Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z. Blog Talk Radio. a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have within you the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, Service Through the Power of Thought, Part 2. And before we get started on a topic, I'd like to give some credit to Alice Bally, founder of the Lucis Trust organization. Lucis Trust sponsors this show, Inner Sight. Alice Bally wrote 24 volumes of literature, and those 24 volumes of literature are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear in this show. The following thought comes from the works of Alice Bally as well. The massed thought power of men and women of goodwill can create a channel of communication between God and man through which spiritual energies can flow to heal and rebuild a troubled world. It is this power properly used and directed, that can be humanity's saving force. Last time you spoke about the power of thought as energy. Can you say more about how this energy can be used in service? And also I'd like you to add to uh, something about the opportunity that's presented uh, to us with the power of thought and also the responsibility. That's, uh, That's a lot to address, but... Go ahead. Where do I start? (laughs) Well, uh, you touched on it in the opening thought, um, which comes from Alice Bailey, that this power properly used and directed can be humanity's saving force. That tells me that uh, humanity is not going to be saved from someone or something outside itself, from on high, so to speak, but we do our own saving. We do our own salvaging because we have the power within us. Uh, We have a mind. We mentioned last time the very word man means one who thinks. And this God-given mind needs development and mobilization to create thought forms of 
enlightenment and of inclusiveness, of responsibility, of goodwill to create the conditions in which the solutions to the problems that we face can emerge. The solutions are there. It's, somebody said every problem has its own solution. The solution is contained within the problem itself, if we can recognize it. And recognition depends on the use of the mind. So there's both opportunity and responsibility in the way we use our minds. Was it Christ who said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he? We, I suppose you could say we become or we build or create the world we live in through the quality of our thought or lack of it. And uh, yes, and the world that we have created today is a direct result of the quality of the thought that uh, exists in the world today. And it's uh, there's a lot of good, but there's Mm -hmm. a lot of bad. And um, we just have to make the choice. And um, we realize after making a lot of bad choices that... uh, there is a, a better way to do this, and it's it's all in how we, um, what our intentions are. I think because I think as we said before, the we're working here in a microcosmic level for God as a part of the plan of God, working out the plan of God, and that requires. Uh, essentially to to understand the power of thought, that thoughts are things, we are creating things, and that our thoughts are just not innocuous things that come and go. They create patterns of thought around us and in the world around us, and this is where responsibility lies, to to create the best kind of thoughts, the, the purest thoughts that we can arrive at, uh, and that way we create a a more purified atmosphere. I think this is more and more understood today, because you hear people say on topics that are kind of dangerous or delicate or difficult or problematical, they say, don't go there, meaning don't even give your mental thought energy to that subject. It's too, um, too negative, too... Um, wrongly oriented to even dwell on for a while in the mind. So that's a recognition, I think, that people realize what we give thought to takes on form. And that's where this concept of thought forms uh, arises in the Ageless Wisdom. The building of thought forms is a powerful means of creation for good or ill. And the whole concept of service as a soul is learning to build thought forms that contribute to right human relations and to the unification of not only humanity, but the unification of humanity with the other kingdoms in right relationships. This might all sound very nice, but when you really think through the steps that have to be taken to achieve these conditions of right human relations, you realize how much work there is ahead of us. Absolutely, and uh, it's, it's everybody, you know, there's, there's a cry today for peace, yeah. and there's been crying for peace for, peace for, and happiness. for generations, but there's little talk on how you arrive at peaceful situations, 
And essentially, it's a matter of building right human relations. And if you build the relationships based on harmony and goodwill and the spirit of love, then you will have peace because peace is a result and not a, um, and not the end. It's, it's a, a result of building something positive first. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, and that's where the responsibility of the thought forms that we create comes in. There are a number of ways in which people can contribute along this line that are um, offered by the work we do through the Lucis Trust. One is the meditation uh, service called Triangles, which is a means of contributing to world service through the power of thought. And as the name of it suggests, it's based on the principle of three, which I guess Buckminster Fuller said was the most um, stable form in the universe, the triangle. The triangle in this case being three people who agree to link up with each other in consciousness once a day, not necessarily at the same time of the day, according to each person's schedule, it can vary, but to link in thought with the other two members of one's triangle, to visualize the circulation of light and goodwill through that triangle, in other words, to see light and goodwill circulating through the consciousness that the triangle represents the three minds of the individual workers and then to see that energy of light and goodwill relayed or transmitted throughout the whole planetary network of triangles which have been formed over the what 60 years nearly of triangles existence uh, that literally spans the world and which is constantly recharged on a daily basis by all the hundreds of thousands of people who are working in their triangles. You can have many triangles or you can have one triangle depending on your own choice. But this network of triangles spans the world and enfolds it, we could say. I like to see it as an image that you see on a very dark night of the stars in the sky, on a moonless night. You see the the constellations in the sky. I think of the Triangles Network kind of like those constellations as a a golden bowl that um, encircles the world and that transmits light and goodwill. That's one way to contribute to the world we hope to see. Yes, and you have to realize that here the power of thought is generating the power of light and love just by the um, by the meditation work by each member of the triangles. You're adding to the, this vast network, and you're not out there by yourself. You're hmm. you're working with a already existing network of triangles with other hundreds of thousands of people in the world working in all languages uh, that are creating this same and working with this same triangle pattern throughout the world. And so you have the great thought currents uh, circulating the earth all the time, constantly, with the, um, and it's creating in the etheric energies of the earth. It's transforming the etheric energies of the earth into a triangular pattern. And this is 
uh, helping to strengthen human consciousness along the lines of light and love and will to good. This idea of an etheric um, unity to the world is something that science is beginning more and more to verify through quantum physics, through the work of scientists like Erwin Laszlo. I'm reading his book now on science in the Akashic field. And it's fascinating how he can draw upon scientific principles and experiments to verify that, in fact, there there is this unified energy field that knits together the whole of the world and everything within it. And it's on that premise that triangles works, that we are all part of that field. And as we work more and more consciously with more and more awareness and responsibility to inject energies of light and goodwill into this field of consciousness, we can help to clarify the atmosphere of the world and assist the people that are working, so to speak, on the front lines of real world crises, of the terrific problems that face uh, us in so many fields of, of human experience today. We can help to reveal the solutions to these problems by clarifying the atmosphere in which people think and reason. And that's the service of triangles. We should add that after one has linked up with one's triangle and with the network of triangles, one then says the great invocation, which is the prayer we close every program with. And the great invocation invokes light and love and power to mobilize human endeavor because it's through humanity that the plan of God has to work out. Humanity is the linchpin, so to speak, and humanity's mind is the factor that will bring about the, what could we say, the the fulfillment of the outer world of manifestation to match the idea of God. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, service through the power of thought, thought, part two. And we'd like to have you take advantage of an offer from Lucis Trust or Lucis Publishing Company. And that's a packet of information on service through the power of thought. And in order for you to get this packet, uh, which, by the way, explores in a little bit more depth uh, the subject that we're talking about today, and, of course, uh, the Alice Bailey books uh, themselves have a lot of information on this topic. But if you'd like this uh, packet of information, service through the power of thought is for free. Call us on our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Once again, that's 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. LUCIS is L-U-C-I-S. We also have a website, by the way, Many people key into the website uh, to find out more information about Lucis Trust. And uh, the website is www.lucistrust.org. And many people also key into the website to listen to the previously archived uh, library of radio shows on a variety of Alice Bally topics uh, from her literature. Once again, the website, www.lucistrust.org. I was thinking that uh, 
Uh, on a, a service uh, through the power of thought, of course, is the subject of this uh, show, and we're into part two. And uh, if we're going to service people, I was wondering too. Uh, let's say we have a friend of ours who's sick. Uh, would it be appropriate, as far as uh, good mental thought, to perhaps uh, envision uh, mentally this uh, sick person, and perhaps uh, conceive of them mentally as being um, uh, healthy and uh, doing the things that the person uh, had done, maybe? in a well state, perhaps even surrounded by an energy of love, would that be service through the power of thought? Do I have that right? I'm sure that that would help strengthen whatever healing powers their uh, soul has um, made available to them. Everybody, unless, as I understand it, unless that person is preparing to, to die, to discard the physical body, has the potential for healing that needs to be evoked and uh, stimulated and the best doctors and nurses somehow can tap that power within the ill individual so envisioning them as healthy and radiating energy and vitality could surely contribute to their healing process there are many ways that we can assist other people without interfering with their free will and with, uh, without seeming to take responsibility for them. I think that's, uh, those are two criticisms that some people have of people and traditional forms of service, that it involves people who are busybodies or who want to interfere and um, uh, try to tell a person how to live his life the way that person thinks it should be lived, rather than prompting the soul powers for the individual to make his own choices. And that's why service through the power of thought can be a more anonymous and more indirect way of stimulating the soul principle in others. That's the the power to grow and to heal. We've talked about triangles, and there are many other types of meditation that can be forms of service through the power of thought. Traditionally, I think a lot of people think of meditation as something you do for yourself. But more importantly, meditation can be a means of service to the world, especially if you work in group meditation. Yes, and of course, uh, at the time of the full moon is another time when it's very potent and a powerful time to work with in meditation with a group. Uh, whether you're physically with a group in a, in a room somewhere, or whether you're uh, working by yourself, but... Uh, you better explain why the full moon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the moon is just a timekeeper. It keeps it, it tells us when the uh, time of <coughs> full sun, actually. Mm-hmm. <coughs> That's the important me. point. Yeah, I mean, the moon is out of the way. It's uh, on the opposite side of the earth from the sun, and so the the moon is no longer deflecting the energies coming from the sun or from outer other sources, other spiritual sources. So we're getting the full flow of the sun's energies and the spiritual sun, not just the rays of the sun, but the the spiritual energies of the sun, which is our central central generator, central god. And... um, so that is a unique time of the month to engage uh, either by yourself or with a group in meditation using the power of thought and 
Also, one thing we haven't mentioned perhaps enough is the use of visualization. Mm -hmm. That's very, very important, and we, we talk about clarifying the situation. Uh, if your visual, what you visualize is clear and concise, then you are helping the uh, clarification of the situation. Is that sort of like <coughs> think and grow rich? <laughs> well, yes, uh, I used to have a book of that title in my library years ago. <coughs> think and grow rich. I guess it didn't work with that was me. By Napoleon Hill, I think. Uh, they used to say, you know, the filthy rich. But, <laughs> well, I don't know. but uh, yeah, if that's your, if that's if your, if that's yeah, your inclination, inclination, yeah. then yes. But uh, if you really want to help the world and the great crying needs of the world perhaps you can think how that all the money you earn and make can be redistributed and try to visualize that so that that's a, a more productive way of seeing the flow of money as a river of, of energy that flows freely throughout the world to meet the needs of all humanity and of all kingdoms and uh, that would perhaps come in as part of this uh, network of in, during the full moon time the, uh, uh, we do this at the Lucis Trust each month we have a full moon meeting we call them full moon meetings even though they're um, full sun, sun. and uh, we have a group meeting and right here in New York and there are hundreds of other groups around the world that are also meeting at the time of the full moon or as close to the time, and we're all working together in that respect. And we have also in the past couple of decades um, initiated a um, comparable time of meditation at the new moon in the form of a meditation to bring down, so to speak, into waking consciousness, uh, the registration of the divine ideas that are seeking to work out through all who are engaged in world service today. Because again, action is important, but it has to be action based on ideas that are clear and inclusive and based on truth and the good of the whole, not self-interest and uh, prejudice and limited vision. So, again, we work at the time of the new moon as well as the full moon to clarify the mental atmosphere in which humanity can make the right choices and formulate the right plans for the resolution of its problems. Those can't be solved by anybody but the people who have created them, which is all of us. And we have the conditions and the techniques available to us through the wisdom of the ages and it's up to us to make use of it through unselfish commitment to the good of the whole through living for something larger than our own self-interest and I like the fact that I hear more and more people these days saying that very thing that they want to be involved in something greater than themselves they want their life to be lived in the service of something larger than their own little self-interest. Certainly we have our concerns and our goals, but those can be absorbed within a much greater commitment to humanity, to the well-being of the planet, 
it's a matter of rearranging our perspective. Nothing is eclipsed, but it's put into its right perspective, its right proportion in this larger context. Right, and I think there's another aspect of group meditation that's important to point out here, that the potency of group meditation, a group of people working together all at the same time in harmony is so much more potent than one individual because the the uh, the power that a group can generate is far exceeds that of the individual so it's very important to to consider this idea of group meditation because you're actually generating more more energy more power more light you're bringing more light particularly with a group and uh, so it, 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 it generates the power that will carry further through the um, thought currents that are uh, going around the earth and make it more likely that the ideas that you are thinking about and meditating on are going to be picked up by others around the world. And this is how gradually the whole atmosphere, the human consciousness becomes clarified. And I think that's the whole premise of religion, of religious worship, isn't it? That in a group there is more mobilization of energy than most of us can um, summon up on our own, working individually. And when you have a group of people subjectively related worldwide by this same commitment, which is what happens at the time of the full moon in the form of group meditation, you're linking with groups all over the world involved in the same endeavor, and uh, it can be really um, powerful. You can feel the flow of energy, not in a personal sense, but in a kind of a channel that directs light and love and the will to good into human consciousness. And done over years and years of service, you're contributing to something that is strengthening all people of goodwill in their resolve and their creativity. And there's one more way than in which people can serve through the power of thought, and that's on a daily level. Morning meditation, of course, working with the great invocation, if that appeals to you, is a powerful means of service. And at the end of the workday, the five o'clock link-up is another technique that can be done briefly. Wherever you are, whatever you are doing at five o'clock, if you can set aside a bit of mental space for silently attuning with the worldwide group of servers and seeing the lines of light and goodwill that link them all and then silently saying to yourself a mantra which is as follows may the power of the one life pour through the group of all true servers may the love of the one soul characterize the lives of all who seek to aid the great ones May I fulfill my part in the one work through self-forgetfulness, harmlessness, and right speech. It's a brief link-up to strengthen the hands of all who are serving, and if people would like to call for a packet of information, we'll include a little card with that prayer or affirmation as a form of daily service. Please take advantage of the free offer from Lucis Publishing uh, Company. And uh, that's the uh, uh, packet of information 
entitled Service Through the Power of Thought. So what you need to do is ask for Service Through the Power of Thought. It's only a packet, but there's a lot of good information exploring the topic that we've dealt with today. And uh, to get that packet of information, give us a call at 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. LUCIS is L-U-C-I-S. And, uh, the, or you can call 1-866-695-8247. Uh, we also have a general package of information, which you're welcome to ask for, too. And Sarah, by the way, had mentioned that little uh, uh, prayer. She'll include that if you give us a call. But the general package of information, if you ask for that, it has a lot of information about Lucy's Trust, our meditation meetings. And uh, you can give us a call once again at 1-866-695-8247. You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close uh, with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Amazon has everything for back to school. Zebra lunchbox? Check. Cool Adidas gear like t-shirts, shoes, and backpacks? Check. Triceratops folders and pencils? Check. Lasercat t-shirts? Check. Get your back to school shopping done now at Amazon.com slash back to school and enjoy free shipping on millions of items. No need to leave your home or hassle with crowds. Amazon.com. No better place to get everything back to school from A to Z.